Hello everyone. Hey, thanks for tuning in um, to us, all the HBC family. Uh, it's really great that you can join us. Um, this is my first time uh, doing a YouTube clip and it's um, not that exciting. Um, looking at myself, um, reflecting back at me, so it's like I'm speaking to myself. And um, so it's, it's quite different than speaking uh, normally at church. Uh, thank you, though, uh, for joining us. I hope all things are going really well at uh, through this lockdown period that we're going through. Um, just before I... I just want to do a devotion today. I don't want to do a long sermon. Um, uh, just to encourage you, just to, to challenge you. Um, but before we do... Just remember um, the HBC family, uh, just encourage you to give, you know, maybe a couple of phone calls a day, maybe to people who you don't normally actually speak to. Uh, it'd be great to contact them. Just give them a call, see how they're doing. Um, I know we've got teams and the leadership uh, ringing around, emailing, texting and messaging, um, but it'd be great if you could do that too. Um, and just keep in touch with people uh, because this is an unusual time that we're going through through this lockdown. Um, that would be fantastic. Before I start my devotion, probably one of the things that I'm really feeling, um, which is really unusual for me, um, is, is the missing of, of meeting on Sunday. Um, probably for me, taken for granted um, that we're, we're able to just turn up at church on a Sunday morning, see everybody, greet everybody. Um, and it's just such a fantastic time to um, to worship, to read God's word, to listen to his word and to remember the Lord. And through this time when you're not allowed to do that, it's really interesting that, um, yeah, these are the things we now miss. And that's life, isn't it, um, that I found that when something's taken off you, um, maybe it could be like Sunday morning or even a loved one. You really miss it when you have no choice. Um, so it's a real good lesson for me um, that I've taken Sunday mornings for granted. And, and I can't wait till this is over and we get back into it and we're able to worship the Lord together. So don't forget one another and it'll be great when we can get back together and um, meet together. Hey, my devotion today is just, um, I, I read a, a book. I've read a few now in this lockdown period. But the first one I read was a book called um, Competing Spectacles. Competing Spectacles. It was written by a guy called Tony Renke, uh, author I hadn't read before. Um, but it's it's his subtitle that actually caught my eye. And, it's, uh, and under Competing Spectacles was the subtitle of Treasuring Christ, in the media age, treasuring Christ in the media age. And, and we're in the media age, obviously. Um, we can see everything um, that's going on in the world through media. And so I bought that book. And, and really the devotion today is just a few thoughts um, and challenges that that book um, brought to me. Um, Proverbs 27 says, Never satisfied are the eyes of man. Never satisfied are the eyes of man. And know so more today um, in, what, in the time period we're living in. Um, and so I, I just want to kind of just do a wee reflection um, on some of the things that I read. Um, there's two definitions for the word spectacle. 
Uh, one is my glasses that I wear. Uh, the dictionary, Oxford Dictionary, tells us that is a spectacle means uh, to sharpen one's vision. And of course, I normally wear glasses, but now I'm so close to this phone that I don't have to. Um, and so that's one definition. But competing spectacles, this is the second definition. And the second definition means this. The Oxford Dictionary says this. It is a moment of time of varying length in which our collective gaze is fixed on some specific image, event or moment. And so that's what this book is about. Um, competing spectacles. What is our constant gaze fixed on? Whether it's an event, whether it's a moment, um, whether it's a, a certain image. And so I just, I just want to challenge you with this um, on what you are fixing your gaze on in this media age, and especially this lockdown period where we actually have time to ponder what is good, what is right, um, and what is just. And so that's my challenge um, for today because this world is constantly, constantly after our attention. It is constantly trying to grab our gaze away from the one in whom we love, which is Christ, um, to different things. Um, just think of the things that we have to watch, to gaze, to fix our gaze on. I mean, just in our household alone. So we've got Lightbox. We've got Disney. Um, some of you will have Sky on your televisions, um, TV on demand. You'll have your cell phone that you can flick through constantly. You have live streaming. We have the movies. Um, and it just goes on and on and on on what we can watch. And so think of the things. Uh, I'm not saying all these things are bad, but think of the things that media has, has kind of um, etched into your mind. And, and these aren't bad. Um, some of the things aren't bad, like... The older generation were able to see, um, for instance, JFK, the assassination of JFK. And you could see constantly re constant replays of that assassination. And now in the digital age that I live in, I can go to YouTube and constantly see um, all the theories of what people have and how he was killed, one shooter, two shooter. But in my generation, I think of the things that media has etched into my mind, if you like. Um, the car crash of um, Princess Diana was one. The second big one in my lifetime was the Twin Towers. Seeing time after time as you turn the TV on, uh, two massive aeroplanes crashing into two skyscrapers. Two skyscrapers that I didn't even know existed uh, at the time. And so these are etched into our minds um, through media. But now, um, when you turn on the TV, it's COVID-19. It's all that's happening with this, the number of deaths, the number of people who have caught the virus um, through the world and through New Zealand. And so these, are, these things are all going through our minds uh, and etched into our minds. And so media is great like that. But the problem is, 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 do we constantly watch it? Do we constantly look at it? Because of media, it is always on tap, if it were. Uh, it's always there for our awe, for our entertainment, for our pleasure, for our joy, for our satisfaction. It is one thing that is always um, before us, and especially with cell phones. It's just before our eyes constantly. And I know I can flick through YouTube just as good and as just as much as anybody. And so 
just a few figures that came which were startling to me um, through this book I was reading by Tony. And one of the things was startling was in the last, um, it was from 2015 backwards, the top 30 movies uh, that came out. The top 30 earned over $100 million each. But now in my age, in 2018, 19 and 20, we have movies like The Avatar and, and Endgame. Now they produced um, and made at the box, the box office, over $2.7 billion. It's the number of people that are going to see these movies, which is unreal. If you look at TV and the statistics through that, um, we have um, the TV producers and the series in the United States alone. In 2009, there were 210 um, series produced in the States. But in 2014, 2015, there were 455 TV series produced in the States alone. And on top of that, 750 um, reality TV shows produced in the States. And it's keeping on going as we go into 20, 2020 and 2021. And so they're just constantly bringing out stuff. But what surprised me, and because I watch a lot of YouTube clips, was YouTube itself. I think it is that every every 24,000 minutes is loaded onto YouTube every minute of every day for 24 hours. So if you do the maths, and I didn't do the maths because I'm not very good at it. Um, so it was done for me via this book. The uploads on YouTube over the last two and a half days, if I were to watch them, it would take me 80 years of non-stop viewing to watch the last two and a half days of YouTube. That's what's getting uploaded to YouTube every two and a half days. 80 years worth of watching. And it's speeding up. So everything is there. Everything is for us to see on social media or the media as a whole, which is a scary thought, but there's also great stuff on there as well. But there's also good news, and this is what the challenge for us as believers in 2020 and, and through this lockdown period that we're going through, there is good news and there is a challenge um, for us. And that is, um, even though we're living in a spectacle loving world with, um, Spectacle makers and the spectacle industries that are coming out constantly loading up. That's individuals and and Hollywood. But there is good will, good news because the greatest spectacle of all, the greatest one, is the divine spectacle of the life of Christ, uh, the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, and therefore the coming again of him. And this, I want to say to you and to challenge you, that this is worth meditating on more, thinking of more, fixing our gaze on more, is the life, the death, and the resurrection of our Saviour. Because we've got time to do it. There's, there's no excuse in this time of lockdown period, unless you're a nurse, unless you're in certain services that you're called out to. Um, we have time to refocus on Christ, but we also have an option of spending most of our day on media as well.
And that's the challenge for us. And so I just want to challenge you that either the death or the life or the resurrection of Christ is what we should be meditating on. It's like this. This has come to us. It's like God could say, this is my beloved son and whom I gave to you, who was crucified, who died for you. This is enough. This is a spectacle enough to capture your heart forever for the time I've given you on earth. I remember the quote from Martin Lloyd-Jones. Now, Martin Lloyd-Jones died in 1981. Uh, So he was around in a time where the internet uh, wasn't actually um, invented. But he said this, and this was his quote. He said, we're living in an age where we're very fond of spectacles, some good, some bad. But for believers, our spectacle is the glories of Christ, that we should be looking at him more often than the spectacles of the world. And he asked the question, why? Why? Because the more that we look at Christ, the more that we look at his life and his death and his resurrection through his word, the more we see of the glory of God. And so that's our challenge. Just reading this week, um, Psalm through the Psalms, and I happen to, to, to note two Psalms, Psalm 101 and verse three, and it says this, David saying this, I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. I will not set before my eyes anything that is worthless. That word worthless could be translated to wicked or unprofitable. That means David is saying, I don't want to see anything that is unprofitable for me in my relationship with God. He repeats it in Psalm 119. In fact, I'll just quote it properly because it's slightly longer. In Psalm 119 and verse 37, this is David saying, talking about what he wants to see, says this in verse 37, Turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Or some version says, or take my life in your way. Lord, grab my head and turn my eyes to the things that matter, the things that aren't worthless. And what isn't worthless? Well, the gaze of Christ, the gaze of God and what he has done and what he will do in the future. And so HBC, I just want to challenge us, uh, young and old, um, through this lockdown period. uh, What are we gazing on? Uh, What are we meditating on? Um, And what is our focus? Um, Because we have time. Um, And I pray, I pray that we'll take up this challenge, that we don't waste our time, but we spend more time gazing at our lovely Saviour. So thank you for listening um, and uh, keep safe, be good. And on behalf of all the elders and the leadership of HBC, any problems, just just you want to talk, please give us a call. Thanks again. Uh, and until next time, we'll see you.